0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Rundown, where we talk about 2 A news and conservative views. I am your host today, Craig DeLuce, coming at you from the West Coast, the left coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. You
1: nope. Know, my name is Mike Piwaworski. I come to you from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most from the co-host with the most. Here on The Rundown, as Craig said, 2 A views, conservative news. Craig, how's your, uh, how's your thirsty Thursday going out there?
0: You know, my Thirsty Thursday is going fine, except more and more, as I review and read the news, I realize that uh, that whole little spiel I gave at the beginning about being behind enemy lines becomes more and more true every day. And uh, I just, I feel grateful that I can at least uh, hang out and communicate at least once per day with uh, folks from America.
1: You know, it's, 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 uh, it's funny because... Uh... Your governor is the one building the wall bigger. You know, the rest of us are all like, come on, make a run for it. Make a run for it. You can do it. Uh, and, uh, and, and it's not. You know, I mean, I fear the day where, you know, your communications, excuse me, your communications are going to be censored. You know, you're going to be like North Korea, not going to be allowed to put this kind of information out as it's coming from California.
0: Exactly. We'll have to speak in code. I'll be like, the chair is against the wall. That's right, the yeah. chair is Tom, against yep. the wall.
1: Tom has a big mustache.
0: Tom, Tom has a big has mustache. A big mustache.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: good times, good times. Well, we're not quite there yet, but uh, folks, do not be surprised if we wind up there sometime soon. It's a, uh, you know, I think you know, especially on the the southern part of the East Coast, you folks are relatively safe because most of the most of the coastal trash is north of you. Uh, <laughs>
1: Man, throwing the word trash out there. That's racist. Uh
0: no, I did not I did not ascribe race to them. I just political ideology. We'll just put it that no, way. No, trash
1: is trash is racist. I'm sorry, trash is racist. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. You being white do not get to determine what racist is. Have you not have you not been reading? Have you not been keeping up? Only well, I, I
1: know I'm I know I'm racist, right? And so if it applies right. to me, it must be a racist term. So <laughs> I'm white, but it doesn't so apply racist. to you
0: cuz you're a good conservative, you're a good American.
1: But I'm white, so I'm a racist. I just I mean the FBI That, that just is put a report that is true. Week, that is true. Right? Yeah. Yeah, the FBI that is had true. a whole report um, about you know, being according
0: to racism, not right? according to me, but according to, you know, according to the powers that be.
1: Well, for all I know, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Gavin Newsom's uh, you know, uh, CI or There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go.
0: It's a uh a deep fake. I'm a deep fake. There you go. Hey folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, hey, do us a favor, encourage your friends to tune in. Remember, you can watch us on YouTube, Facebook, uh, you know, whatever channels we still have left on YouTube. Anyway, <laughs> we still have left on YouTube. Anyway, uh, you can also uh, tune in uh, via podcast, audio podcast, wherever you get your podcast. You can, by the way, you know, you can both watch and listen to us on Spotify. Just so you know, um, but also you can watch us on OpsLens or, uh, or you know, basically wherever you. Once again, whatever you get your podcast, but whatever you do do it and encourage your friends to do it as well peer pressure yeah do all that do all that That's do all I that stuff do. do all that stuff all right let's go ahead and get into today's topics and you know this stole story mike of the irs just keeps on giving so <laughs> we already know that the irs has uh, well right now there's a bill that is in the house that is awaiting votes votes in the house to uh, dramatically expand the IRS, not just increase taxes on on most Americans, by the way, uh, but it's also going to expand the IRS by eighty seven thousand agents, right? And uh, there was a story also that was brought back up recently about the IRS and the uh, and the fact that uh, while they only have about two thousand sworn agents, they have over forty five hundred. They've amassed over forty five hundred firearms. Uh, which is not quite as many as Mike has, um, and 5 million Easy. rounds of ammo, which, Mike, I do believe is uh, is rivaling uh, your uh, arsenal. Uh, I believe you have enough guns. To, I, can, I, can, I can comfortably call it an arsenal. Um, I can neither confirm or deny the existence of such items. <laughs> okay. So now the IRS is... Well, obviously, now that they, they're anticipating that they're going to be looking for some new employees... Uh, to to utilize those firearms and ammunition, there was a job posting that was put up where the IRS basically is looking for people who are willing to use deadly force specifically it says as a special agent, you will combine your accounting skills with law enforcement skills to investigate financial crimes All right that's one uh that that's one point now where's the point I'm just looking for the point further down here where it says uh,
1: a little oh. further, there you go. Yeah, there you we go. Carry
0: uh, carry a firearm and willing to use deadly force if necessary. And there's the ad right. There's the ad right there. Um. Uh, Mike, I I gotta say that this is probably some very very bad <laughs> bad timing <laughs> for the folks over at the IRS. Or maybe they're just taking advantage of being in the news and realizing, hey. if if you want to be a special agent, for those of you, you accountants want to also be a special agent, we're not going to pay you much, but you get to carry a gun.
1: You, you know, it's, it's, it's a horrible ad, right? And you, like you said, it's even more horrible timing. Um, the duties and responsibilities of a federal agent are, are, are such that, uh, you know, no matter which agency they work for, and listen, there's there's a lot of them. I mean, you've got, uh, you, you know the big ones, the ATFs, the DEAs, the uh, FBI's, but there's Division of Forestry. Um, there's nuclear regulatory commission there's nasa there's there's a bunch of them that have sworn federal agents and every one of them because it's a sworn federal agent uh is required to carry the firearm and when you carry the firearm one of those possibilities is the uh the that you may be required to use deadly force at some point uh, so you know that kind of stuff is is kind of key to the job description but um the, the like you said the timing absolutely horrible um I don't think you really need to list all of that in there as well. How about an initial application, Craig? Right? How about something like um, fill out this uh, initial online portion, and then we'll review it and see and give you the rest of it. Right? That way mm-hmm. they could weed out the morons and the idiots that are applying for it. Uh, in the meantime, you don't be you won't be advertising. Yeah, we'd we'd like to give eighty-seven thousand people the the ability to kill citizens with taxes. You know, that's <laughs> that's what we'd like to do. You know.
0: Yeah, no, this uh, th- this White House has bungled communications more than once. And and once again, I, I'd like to put it all at the feet of, of the of the president, uh, but I also put it at the feet of the idiots who he hires. And and, uh, you know, I, I just it's it's it is amusing, yet sad and scary.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's uh, it's actually I think the name of their uh, their their Washington area rock group also. When they go out and play music <laughs> in the clubs, yeah, at night. Um, no, it's it's just just it completely, un, you know, it's unsettling as well. I think we should say, you know, that yeah. um, they're they're looking at eighty seven thousand new agents with the ability to take the life of, a, of of a citizen. You know, that's just all right. Why well, are we highlighting I, that point, you know? I, I will
0: tell you, I saw I saw a tweet the other day that was very interesting. It said, you know, for all it said for, basically for all those people who got mad at Elon Musk. For you know, for uh, basically claiming that the for Twitter forty purchase, billion yeah. dollars he could solve world hunger, yep. and now they realize that the, they just approved eighty-seven billion dollars to yeah. uh, hire agents to come after you. Like, just yep. think about that for a minute.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess how you get? You got to fund your government somehow, right? So we need we need more agents to take your money.
0: Yeah. Yep. 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 We'll be. It will definitely be interesting as times go forward.
1: Yes, sir. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. All right.
0: This next one, Mike, I had to talk about because I think where it, it it was beyond it's beyond interesting. As you may or may not know, uh, ten Republicans in the House actually voted to impeach uh, President Donald Trump. Um, now, here's the thing: whether or not you agree with whether it was the first impeachment hearing, whether or not you agree that what he said was. Uh, was colluding with the Russia was, was trying to get the Ukrainian president to, uh, uh, to, uh, uh, to investigate a political enemy, which by the way, we see the current president doing that right now. Uh, not, no, not getting a foreign government, getting his own government to investigate a political enemy. There you um, go. and then, or, or you believe that what happened on January 6th was his fault. Quite frankly, I still don't, I'm still not seeing it. Um, in either case, um, these folks voted for this, right? These folks were part of the Republican Party who decided to vote for it. And it's a question, you know, so are they, you know, where? basically this is a where are they now? So uh, The Hill actually did a piece uh, pointing out where the 10 Republicans who voted uh, to impeach Donald Trump are, right? And I wanted to kind of go through this real quick, Mike, uh, and kind of point out where they are now. If you go th- well, let me. Just, if you go through the article, you'll find that eight of the ten uh, will no longer be will no longer be members of Congress. So in other yeah, words, I think you- I
1: would have titled I I would have titled this segment "Down Goes Frazier." Down goes Frazier. That, that's where they're going. That's where they're yes.
0: going. Yeah. in essence, two of the ten members who voted uh, who voted to keep, who voted to impeach President Trump only two. Are still going to be in office. Only one of them did not have someone uh, endorsed a, a Trump candidate run a ador- run against them. Uh, in other cases, uh, they were replaced. They're being replaced by Trump candidates, but they opted. In many, most cases, they opted not to run again. Um, I think only in a, I think in like three or four cases uh, they ran and they have either lost or are about to lose. And then in three or four cases, they decided, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to run again.
1: Let's see. Well, let, let's hit the list. Let's give them the name by name where they are.
0: Okay. So go down. The first one is Herrera, Herrera or was it Herrera Butler? All right. So she is uh she was she is the most recent of the Republicans from she's from Washington state. Uh yeah. she uh lost. She lost her primary bid uh actually just this past Tuesday, which I believe is probably what spurred this article. Yes. Or at least yeah. w- One of the ones that spurred this article. So uh, Washington State, which is turning into or has turned into the the wokeness of the Northwest, part of the West Coast wall of wokeness. Uh, She she gone. She gone. gone. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Then you have uh, Republican Liz Cheney, uh, which representative. I'm sorry. I should not have called her a Republican. Representative Liz Liz Cheney, which, by the way, and this is an interesting thing. Other than the way she votes, because the way she votes is is very very conservative, but I will say this: you she contrib- she contributed to where we are because she helped Democrats elect Joe Biden, and we would not be oh, yeah. where we are had that been the case.
1: Yep.
0: So so, bye bye Felicia, uh, Representative Anthony Gonz- Gonzalez. Uh. He uh let's see he says he would not be seeking a third term. He was probably reading the tea leaves and decided, yes. yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to embarrass myself by running again and losing cuz yeah, Correct. dude, you, dude would have lost. Representative uh Jaime Herrera Bueller Oh, they already talked about her. Okay, yeah. we already talked about her. Okay, Representative John Katko from New yes. York for New York. Uh New he York. He also decided that uh, he would retire at the end at the end of this term. Just coincidences, I'm sure. Representative Adam Kinsinger from Illinois, uh, yeah, no, he decided he also decided that he would not be running now. By the way, he also serves with Liz Cheney on the January 6th committee. Um, right. Now, keep in mind, this is a guy who applied for an appointment within the Trump administration, didn't get it, and that's one of the reasons why people a lot of people say that he is so. Uh, Pissed off at Donald Trump, but this guy is is an attention seeker uh, and uh, good riddance. I'm sure he'll find a good Democrat to work for. Representative Pete Peter Meijer, Meijer Meijer do you know how to pronounce that? Meyer. Yeah, he says become uh, uh, became the second pro impeachment Republican to de- to be defeated in their primary. So he ran. Yep. He thought he could get away with. Uh, with voting against uh, Donald Trump or voting to impeach Donald Trump. By the way, I'm not saying you have to agree with Donald Trump on everything, but w- you. I'm sorry, there was nothing, there was absolutely nothing that supported the idea of impeachment in either case. So, bye guy. Bye bye. And once again, he lost to a Trump-backed candidate, Joe Gibbs. Yep. John Gibbs, I'm sorry. Uh, Representative Dan Newhouse from Washington. Uh... He's one, yeah, he's one of the ones that has actually survived yes. so far. He is one of the ones that survived. And by the way, I want you to notice a trend here. That other than the one from Ohio and one from Wyoming, pretty much all the rest of them are from liberal states. And Ohio is a is a flip is state. Oh, wait, and I, I guess I spoke too soon because here comes one from, from Carolina. Uh, Representative Tom Nice. Uh, Rice became the first Republican who backed Trump's second impeachment to lose reelection. So he was—he he decided to run for reelection and lost. Bye bye, bye. Say goodbye. And then Representative Fred Upton uh, is he the only lawmaker to vote in the vote to impeach? Uh, two presidents announced in April he was retiring. So he's the only Republican that voted twice to to uh, impeach the president. No. Nope. No, no, that's uh, oh no! Voted Clinton. to impeach yeah. the only law- lawmaker to vote to impeach two presidents. I stand corrected. Yes. Uh, so he voted. I guess he voted to impeach President uh, Clinton as well. Clinton. Yeah, Clinton. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, hey, at least you made history, bud.
1: Yep. yep. There you
0: go. And then Representative Valadeo, who, uh, well, I'll put it to you this way: He Trump decided not to endorse a candidate against him uh speaker or the lead republican leader of the house kevin mccarthy actually supported and endorsed valadeo uh and because he knows him personally being from california and he wound up uh winning his primary so chances are in, the, in what's called in california we have what's called a jungle primary which means it's the top two vote getters doesn't matter doesn't matter party and uh Anyway, I'm still hoping that eventually a Republican will run against him, this will run against him and be able to replace Mr. Valadeo. Uh, I would much rather see him replaced by a Republican than a Democrat, but nonetheless, I think uh I think his lack of loyalty needs to be rewarded. And what's his status of vote? Oh, he well he's he's got to win. He's running against a Democrat, TJ Cox. Okay. So that is the status of those who have voted uh, to impeach the president. Um, once again, only two in eight still have a shot at keeping their jobs. The rest have either retired or been voted out of office. So Bye. goodbye. Good riddance. And once again, this is all about, and once again, I'm not saying you got to like Donald Trump, but I am saying this. I'm saying that that you don't participate in the shams that are put that are being perpetrated, the lies that are being perpetrated in order to both yeah. put him out of office and keep him from running for office uh, in the future. You just
1: yeah, you, you know, based on uh, the population, this is about the right number of uh, TDS sufferers out there, and that's what these ones were—the Republicans that could not stand Badman Orange and had to uh, had to come out against him. And well, now you see eighty oh. percent of them have gone by the wayside
0: and i think some of them aren't so much that they can't stand them it's just that they're cowards because they believe that well yeah. you know i can't get i can't get the support of of people if i stand up for what's right well right. you know what my right. thing is this if you can't do what's right then you don't deserve to be in office so bye go home Go home. yeah bye resign bye.
1: and go home That's all there's you it's are, easy enough.
0: your services yeah. are no longer required
1: right exactly all
0: right Moving right along, in Southern California, we have a county, San Bernardino County, which is, uh, by the way, there's always been this move to secede from California, right? There was, there's been a uh, uh, Cal exit, which was a liberal uh, attempt to secede, uh, well, actually, actually to have California secede from the nation. Uh, there's the state of Jefferson, which uh, is northern and kind of north, northeastern uh California which is wanted to secede from California and now a Southern California County San Bernardino County will actually be putting secession a secession measure on the ballot now to clarify what they're saying is is they want to make sure that they're getting their fair share of state tax dollars or state tax revenue and they want to get they want to give the voters an opportunity to look at various different solutions up to and including secession from the state of California. I think that uh, there are a lot of folks. I would not be surprised if secession from the state of California won in San Bernardino County.
1: It's uh, a very conservative area. For, for those that don't know the area, it's uh, like northeast of Los Angeles, right? So if you, if you left Los Angeles, you'd be driving for 10 miles in Los Angeles, and then the rest of the way through California is through San Bernardino County until you get to the, uh, the Nevada border so it's uh, yeah it touches nevada touches arizona There, very very because this is where all of the conservatives that we see that uh, that flee the the metropolises of liberaldom uh they end up in the occupying the 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 suburban areas around those uh, those cities so that's what san Bernardino county is it's a uh it's a great place to, to to live unless of course you realize it's in california but if the county could be out of california it would be great for them but so craig what, what are the chances of any of these uh these secessions there are these uh, divisions or splits, whatever you're going to call them there. Cause I know there's many different ways they've examined in California, the chances of any of these succeeding.
0: Well, so the challenge is that cause there's got to be an, it, federally there's got to be law. There's got to be laws passed in order to, for there to be able to be created an additional state. Um, Correct. There's a whole bunch of stuff that has to happen at the federal level for it to even work. Um, but, but you know, we're suffering like I think a, a lot of states are suffering where you have areas that are heavily conservative but tend to be more rural and uh, are connected in a state with a handful of large, quite large metropolitan areas uh, who want to dominate, you know, the decisions and don't want, don't even want, I'm not, I'm not even saying, they don't even want to include you know people from these areas in the decision making process they're like no we're going to tell you how to live your life no matter what we don't really don't care about the rights of the minority uh, which our form of government is actually set up to protect at the federal level but it doesn't do that at the state level in the state of california it is literally it is majority rule it is it is, you know, well, the majority of votes rule because not necessarily the majority of people would be one. Be really curious if we actually knew and could trust uh, the vote in California. But that having been said, uh, um, it's literally, you know, two sh- two two wolves and a sheep deciding what to have for lunch in the state of California.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, the the good thing here, you know, cause I like you said, it's it's near impossible with a lot of the the federal rules because. Before the feds will address it, the state has to say they'll allow it uh, right. for them to leave. And that's not going to happen. We know that. However, another option available to them there is they're contiguous to Arizona. They could not they don't have to become their own state or a separate state. They could elect to become part of the state of Arizona uh, and thereby, thereby joining another state uh, rather than having to involve the feds. This could become uh, uh, the fight between states. Rather than involve the feds at all.
0: Well, that's actually something we've seen in the state of Jefferson, uh, where once again, Northern California, where you've seen people working and talking about the idea of joining Idaho, so yes. becoming having that part of California become part of the state of Idaho. Uh, I don't right. know that the Idaho The difference here is this is right. these
1: are contiguous, and Idaho that would be yes. that's more difficult, you know, because you don't even have any you don't have any uh, any yes. linking boundaries. And we saw that in right. Washington State as well with counties there. Yeah, well so. and
0: in now here now here's where the plan might might work, is because you also have folks in southeastern Oregon who are contemplating the same thing. That could yes. make it contiguous. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But the, the the point being is that when you feel like you have absolutely no say in the decisions that are being made uh by your state government and they are continually making decisions that are harming uh you and your neighbors. Once again, we're not just talking about uh, you know one or two people or, or or smatterings of people we're talking about people who live in a particular area that is drastically affected by the decisions made by people who don't live in that area aren't familiar with that area and apparently don't care about the people in that area right
1: Yeah, that's, that's what you're driven to listen when you've got no other recourse you're like I want to leave <laughs> we're out we're
0: out by any right. means necessary Audi 5000 <laughs> yep <laughs> All right, so now, you guys, we hear a lot about about a lot of frustration from the left or anti-gunners about, well, it's, it's, it's a very, very scary proposition. We can't allow teachers to carry firearms. Oh, my God, what are you talking about? You're crazy if you're going to allow teachers to carry firearms. Well, Mike, I didn't, you know, it's kind of funny because I didn't even realize, did you know that 34 states have a path for teachers to be able to carry firearms, 34 states, and this article appeared in the North Carolina because there are people in North Carolina uh, who want to allow teachers, once again, to be able to carry. Now, mind you, this is also a state where one county has put uh, ARs, AR-15s, in uh, all their schools. Uh, once again, locked in a safe. Uh, only individuals who have access to them are trained individuals who know how to use them. Uh, but, but Mike, it, it, it's interesting because when you think about that, I mean that's a huge percentage of, of the number of states that have the ability. I mean that's what two thirds of the states, teachers have yes. the ability to be able to carry a firearm on campus, and yet we're we we act like this is some crazy idea that we we shouldn't wouldn't even fathom. And by the way, not too long ago, that was the case in even in many more states. Like California, you used to be able to carry on campus. Uh, it in 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 california before 2017
1: yeah the, so they called it a loophole and let you in uh, or took it out took that right away from you well
0: because um, the the federal the, the federal gun free zone act does have a prohibition i mean does have an exemption for those who have concealed carry permits right or right. yeah well it um, does the now in the state of california that uh, that uh, exemption has been uh, removed
1: what what you see looking through this article Craig and it it's uh, it's it actually goes for down here in Florida um, these states allow the firearms to be carried in the schools but they've left it up to the authority of the counties so the counties get the decision and the, and that's the counties either their their board or the the school boards of the counties so what you have is like like we normally see right you have the major school boards the major counties major cities that have decided no no we're liberal no guns no guns no guns and then, quite quietly, you know, the, uh, the the rural areas, the rural counties, have allowed it, but they've allowed it forever. You know, they've always allowed it. So it's it's you end up with if you looked at this more of a population thing, you'd probably have more children in, in, that are in schools without firearms than schools that have them with firearms. But yeah, you know, there it is in 34 states, like you said, the ability to carry them, but most of it's pushed down to the local level for them to make those decisions.
0: So, Mike, let me let me uh, uh, and I will ask you this question as the resident expert. And how many shootings have occurred in schools that allow teachers to carry firearms?
1: There have been zero mass shootings in schools that have been allowed. uh,
0: And what percentage of school shootings have occurred in schools where they do not allow individuals or teachers to carry firearms? Well,
1: that'd
0: be all of them, right? Yeah, that's, that would be 100%. That's occur. Yeah, that's now, occur, all
1: of them.
0: Yeah. I, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, you know, math is kind of my thing. And I realize math isn't your thing. But I got to believe that if all the mass shootings are occurring in places where teachers can't carry guns, if you don't want to have a mass shooting at your school, there's something you should do. Now, let's put our thinking caps on and see what that should be.
1: Uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm. Uh, I can't think of a reason. Correctly. I can't think of a reason why we'd have it. Yeah, I can't at, the end at all. It's right. It's 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 lost to me. It's lost. Me.
0: It's lost to you. So, Do you well? That must be yeah, some yeah. of that liberal thinking. <laughs> some yep. of that New York yep. liberal thinking yep. left over.
1: Yeah, yep.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, it dude, it is just dumb. It is literally just dumb, and it's it's taking the uh, a, a fear that is based on nothing, a fear right. that is based on absolutely nothing substantive. And yes, you using that instead of logic and common sense uh, and looking at the sheer numbers, looking at the numbers and determining what creates a safer environment for kids. Yeah, but, you know, not relevant, right, Craig? Not relevant at all. Not relevant at all. Can't be talking facts. Can't be talking facts. Well, clearly, Mike, uh, somebody believes that uh, there's a way in which to make uh, the workplace safe, safer, and that is by making sure you add firearms. We talked Earlier about the 4,500 firearms and five million rounds of ammunition uh, that are right. currently uh, take place at the IRS, which kind of changes the the look of uh, the IRS uh, agent graduation ceremony.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, and being addressed at the ceremony there. Yes, exactly. Yes. For those of you who
0: do not know, it's basically it's uh, it is a a, a a basically a stormtrooper scene from Star Wars. And it says new IRS agents being addressed at their graduation ceremony.
1: <laughs> you, you know how I could you know how I could tell this is fake, Craig. How it's a fake name. It's not real. Wow. Oh, but because it's it it looks cold there, and we know that there's no more cold on the you know,
0: global warming planet. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Although they have yeah. switched it to climate change now, just in case.
1: Oh, okay, got it. Got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right now. Also wanted to make sure to point out to you that, uh, you know, once again, we're talking about, you know, governments and we're talking about the government and we're talking about the in particular government law enforcement being weaponized, kind of like now they're weaponizing the IRS, uh, which, by the way, oh, that, was, that started under the Obama administration and where they right. were going after conservative and conservative organizations, nonprofit organizations. And now they're actually just going after conservative taxpayers. Uh, but we all know that, that now this new president has taken it to, uh, the new Democrat, uh, Joe Biden, has taken it to a whole new level. Uh, he's made it a point to raid Republicans' homes in the middle of the night, to send armed agents uh, with uh, CNN cameras in tow uh, in order to, in order to uh, arrest and put in shackles and uh, to raid the homes of, of people who supported Donald Trump. Well, there's one person who, uh, well, it can be marked safe from FBI raids. That would be our good friend, go. Mr. Hunter Biden. Uh, you know, that conservative Stallworth right there. You know, the sad <laughs> part is, is that that is literally a lap, a photo from his laptop that does not exist. Just so y'all yes. know, <laughs> just so y'all know yes. the famed laptop that does not exist. That's, that's where this photo comes from. Uh, but yes, he is marked safe from FBI raids. Uh, and he is amongst the list of people who are safe. Uh, I don't have to worry about, uh, and don't have to worry about uh, being raided by the IRS. He did it. And then finally, um, realizing the, short, the shortfalls of uh, Dr. Fauci and realizing that dealing with the coronavirus may just be a little bit too much for him. Uh, well, we, the, the president has actually appointed a new czar to deal with monkeypox. Yes. Dr. Zayas. He's now Zayas. the coordinator. <laughs> He's now the new monkeypox coordinator. Yes. Everybody, congratulate Dr. Zayas. Hi, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, for those of you who are just listening to the program, uh, just think uh, Planet of the Apes. The original. <laughs> the ori- yes, the original Planet of the yep. Apes. And on that note, folks, well, I guess that's going to wrap it up for today. We very much appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program and encouraging your friends to do the same. Please remember to tune in tomorrow, uh, Freedback Friday, where we'll talk about some good stuff and, uh, you know, talk about the news. Sounds like a plan. Holla!